You must be at least 18 years of age to listen to the following podcast. I am Robert Black, and you are listening to Sexual Heroes. My guest in this episode is Colton Ford. Many of you know him best for his past work in adult films, but he has also appeared in mainstream films, including the documentary Naked Fame, the Here TV series The Lair, and Off-Broadway in Little House on the Ferry. Colton, also a top 10 Billboard recording artist and 40-year music industry veteran, has a brand new album and looks forward to being back on the stage in front of live audiences. Colton Ford, thank you for being on Sexual Heroes today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> you are a top 10 Billboard recording artist and 40-year music industry veteran. Very true. But to many, you're best known for your past work in adult films. And I can confidently say you are not just a porn actor, but you are an A-list porn star. You are what I would call the George Clooney of gay porn. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Whereas I, I was a porn actor, the D-list porn actor. I would call me the Kathy Griffin of gay porn. <laughs> well, you know what? There's a place for all of it. That's the beauty of it. Was porn part of a bigger plan to develop your music career, or was it totally unrelated? What was the motivation for the porn? Well, it was kind of a, a little evolution that took place over a couple of months. Uh, you know, I fantasized about it when I was younger, but I was, you know, in the music industry, and uh, my focus was very, very specific. Uh, so at the time that uh, I met... Like Harper, who was a, a huge porn star. Um, I was 39 and I was working a day gig and, you know, I was frustrated. And I, I, I felt like I, I wasn't major label material anymore by virtue of the fact that I wasn't in my 20s. And I stayed in my 20s for a good 10 to 15 years. <laughs> so it was like I, I couldn't stay there any longer. You know, I was going through a very liberating period of my life and I was in a the circuit scene and, and it, the opportunity present, presented itself through my partner, Blake. And I thought, you know, why not? I, you know, it, it would be an adventure. I could give myself permission to be, to be naughty and uh, be an exhibitionist, which is definitely in me. And I did think in terms of my music and other entertainment endeavors, uh, I looked at, at the gay community as uh, my audience and yeah i thought you know maybe i could swing the ding dong and get some attention to uh come and see what else i do so i didn't go in there with great intention other or expectation other than just to have an adventure and, and um, explore that 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 experience and so and i did by the way i did get to do a scene with blake isn't he it's just the sweetest I mean, aside from being totally fucking hot, he is the sweetest, uh, just yummy man. <laughs> he was very sweet. 
Are were you surprised by your success? All the attention you got in porn. Um, you know, I think more than being surprised or kind of putting it in that place, it was really refreshing to you know do something and in a month turn around. You you know you're on the cover, you're doing press, things are happening. There's a buzz going on. You know, I had been in music and entertainment and I had had record deals and I had done all this stuff and nothing. Well, one thing got released, but you know, it, it was a long, long time without having the stuff that I created released. And so in the sense that things turned around and, and I got to have that experience of thing coming from the work, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was really, it was really cool. I knew there were going to be eyes on me just by virtue of the fact that I was Blake Harper's new boyfriend and, and, and Blake and Jason branch were the it couple in porn at the time. So I knew there was going to be curiosity, like, you know, who's this cat that uh, Blake's hanging with. And then, you know, I had known Shishi for a while. And uh, when she found out I, I was doing porn, you know, she, she was like, what the hell are you doing porn and not, you know, not working with me. So of course, I started working with Shishi, and of course, she has a, a big name. So, I, I, so I knew there was going to be some attention. I knew that I didn't look like a lot of the guys at the time. I was older, and uh, you know, had hair and muscles, and so it, it wasn't, uh, you know, something that I was surprised by per se. But it was something that was pleasantly experienced. You're not doing porn anymore, correct? No, I I, I stopped. Uh, in July of 2002. Oh, wow. Long time ago. So looking back on that legacy, is that something positive? It's positive. And I know that there are some attachments to it that uh, you know have been limiting or have um, caused issues with some people uh, not wanting to work with me uh, or not wanting to give me credits because of it. But, you know, I, I had a great time. Most of the people I came in contact with were lovely. Um, I got to experience a fantasy and, and, you know, it enabled me to create Colton Ford. And, and I was able to bounce from that to do the stuff that, that I love to do that I've been doing all my life. So, so no. And, and I've used it, you know, and I still intend on using it. <laughs> Even at 58, you know, I like I said earlier, I'm, I'm there's an exhibitionist in me, and, and I enjoy that part of uh, you know the creative experience because it's all it's all creative to me. Uh, in addition to the porn and the music, you also have had some experience in film, in a a role in a series, and on stage, off Broadway. Yes, yes, and and I, I've done a lot of theater, uh, especially. Uh, uh, 20 some odd years ago. Uh, but once I got, or maybe 30 some odd years ago, Jesus. But once I, uh, really focused my attention on my music, that's, that's where my focus was for a good, uh, chunk of time. Like several deals and, you know, I recorded a bunch of music. And like I said earlier, you know, never got released, unfortunately, but it's not a big focus right now. You're not putting energy into the acting. Well, I uh, intended on putting uh, energy into it, uh, but then you know, COVID hit. So 
Mm. It, it's been, um, you know, the live performing thing is not, has not been happening. And, uh, I haven't, you know, really wanted to do online courses. I, I would rather do it in person with regard to studying more. But yeah, it's something that I do want to do. Just not have had, not had the opportunity to do it because, um, you know, we've all been on quarantine. Mm-hmm. From what I've read, you've gone through some, I don't know if you'd call it a dark period, but um, a period where you weren't as engaged in the music and that you're sort of pulling out of it now. Does, is that accurate or? Well, the last, I mean, my fifties have been, um, very challenging and, uh, I've just been dealing with, you know, the loss of my mother, some health issues, uh, you know, menopause, which is a real thing <laughs> and some, just some other issues, relationship stuff. I would, I don't like to say it's a dark period. It's just been a really difficult period and, and challenging period. And even though, uh, I was releasing, music i wasn't putting myself out there the way i had before and the way i am now and part of that of course had to do with the fact that energetically i was just not in that space so the last couple of years i've been pulling out of it i have a long time friend of dear dear friend of mine who i've known since kindergarten and he and i have been making music and uh creating and especially more intensely over the last two years and I started working with Spencista, and then the three of us formed a production company. It's just been um, a really wonderful creative period for us during this, you know, very challenging and difficult time. But so the last couple of years, I've been coming out of the dark, as it were, even though I don't want to call it a dark period. Um, but I've been making my way out of a difficult, challenging period and into uh, a time where I'm feeling more empowered and back, you know, back in, into my, my shit, got my mojo back mm. and just feeling like, you know, stepping back in the mix. And that's what I'm doing. I was looking at some of your music videos and I can see the exhibitionist side of you coming out in those. You, the shirt comes off a lot. I'm happy to say. And pants too. And pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I enjoy it, you know. <laughs> now that you're in your 50s, do you feel like there's more pressure on you to maintain that look because of your history in porn? I, I don't feel the pressure per se, but I think you know, there's, there's a contingency of people out there that have this expectation that nothing's ever going to change. Like, you know, oh my God, you know, you don't look the way you did like 15 years ago, like no shit. But, you know, I feel really good about where I'm at physically as a 58-year-old man. So in that regard, I'm embracing it, you know, as I have in the past, but from, I think, a different placement. You know, we, we see a lot of uh, female artists doing this. You know, Madonna, Cardi B, you know, I, I mean, it, the list goes on, but that are being powerful in their sexuality and they're owning it and they're not saying sorry. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same kind of attitude towards all of it as a 58-year-old man who isn't my grandparents, 
you know, that, that's my idea. When I think of fifties, my reference is when I was a kid and that, they were my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not my grandparents in any way, shape or form. And, and those of us in the fifties are, are changing the way that it looks because we're in a different place with how we take care of our bodies and, and what we can do. So, you know, I think we're all representing it, uh, in a, in a fresh way. And I think that there's something empowering in that as well. But I think the pressure, you know, if I feel any of it, it's, it's what I'm putting on myself. And I try not to just, I try to just maintain what I'm doing and feel good about it. And, you know, accept some of the changes. I mean, there's certain things that we're just going to have to, at certain, at a certain point, um, accept and, and, uh, have a relationship with in a positive way and represent that. So I don't know. I think, I think right now, for me, it all feels good. Well, you certainly look great in the pictures I've seen. Well, thank you. Moving forward, making music videos, the shirt's still going to come off. Well, it's we're actually getting uh, ready to shoot a video for my next single, which is a relationship narrative. I'm going to have uh, a friend of mine be in it with me as my love interest, and yeah, we're going to. There's going to be some skin in it mm-hmm. and uh it's uh, going to be shot and directed by my friend and amazing photographer kevin hoover who the cover of unity and stronger those are kevin shots i've also posted on my instagram several shots from our past he's he's amazing so t- uh, a long answer to a short question <laughs> yeah the stuff the the shit's still going to come off um, mm-hmm. i think your role model. Do you feel like one? I, I'm not, I mean. You talked about your grandparents, you know, and I think of my, my grandparents in their 50s. They did not look like us. We do not right. look like them. Right. You know, that was our role model. And, well, luckily, <laughs> well, I, wouldn't, I mean, that, that's a bad example. Uh <laughs> I mean, what what you're doing now is showing what 58 can look like and what you can accomplish. When I when I think of the word role model, it conjures up things that that I don't necessarily attach to. You know, I I, I want people to maybe be inspired by the fact that you know I make my decisions uh, based upon what I what I want, what I feel, and what I need, and not out of concern for judgment or what other people will think of it. So in that sense, I hope that it's inspiring, but role model, I don't know. It's just a weird term to attach to for me. Well, if not role model, I would say you're an inspiration. I mean, that's, that's why you're on the show today. Well, and I appreciate that. You have a new song and album coming out, right? I have, I have an EP out right now and we had a, debut single from that EP out uh, in October. Uh, we can say I have an EP out Unity right now. One of the songs is Stronger. Is that correct? Right. Stronger was the uh, lead-in single to the uh, release of the EP. Can you tell us about the song Stronger and your inspiration for that? Yeah. Stronger, um, I wrote really as a self-speak. Basically, just you know that that internal dialogue to keep you on the positive, keep you moving forward and pressing on. Uh, you know, you've got this, and, and you're going to be victorious. 
if you stick with it and stay in it. And so, you know, I, I wrote it as, as, as my own self-speak. And then we've been going through all of these horrific atrocities mm-hmm. uh, that have made it very difficult uh, and challenging for most of us. That self-speak can help us manage through it and, and flip that, you know, all that negative energy that's coming at us into a positive. And how does stronger fit in with unity? Is it is that part of the theme or the concept? Yeah, the whole EP was really oriented towards the power of ourselves individually and the power of our unity, of our coming together. So stronger was really, again, that self-speak about, you know, encouraging yourself and, and, and being positive uh, about who you are and what you're doing and what you're going through. And then unity and free and modern world are really, you know, talking uh, about the world we're living in, what's going on. And with unity, you know, our medicine is, is our coming together to fight the good fight and effect change. Well, I'm anxious to see more from you. What's your plan moving forward? Well, uh, you know, once we are on the other side of COVID, we're going to be able to go out and, and perform and have live shows and interact with people, which is an essential thing for an artist, not only financially, but also, you know, you want to connect with people uh, when they're connecting with your, your music. Your fans will be glad to see you back on a stage, I'm sure. Well, Colton, I thank you very much for being on the show today. It was great to hear you, and um, I look forward to seeing more. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate it again. Great talking to you. For information with links about a guest appearing on Sexual Heroes, visit the show notes at sexualheroes.com or on your favorite podcast app. And while you're there, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. You can follow and message me on Twitter, at Robert Black, XXX, and on Facebook, at Real Robert Black. Thanks for listening.